Page six, we have one more Mamakam before we start the actual Chuvah Ksav Sefer. And this is a uh, Sefer that has uh, various Mamakamis on uh, Chumish, and he brings down a Panam Yafas here. If you look at Ice Gimel, the first column toward the bottom, the Pasik Lekelev Tashlechunosai. So we already mentioned that there's a possibility. Certainly a question that has to be answered, which will lead to this possibility. Why does it say by trefa that if the animal is attacked, trefa nowadays, you tell somebody trefa, it's a <coughs> misnomer, means not kosher. Chaza is not trefa. It's a behemoth tamea. Trefa is either when you shacht it, and we do bedika on certain areas in the animals that are known for their high incense of trefas, and in Europe that wasn't very high, in America it's off the charts because they mamas treat them like animals well they don't treat them like animals I'm not here to defend their rights but the Mitzvah is that they don't run around it's not free range unless you pay for that so they have them in a box and they're feeding them and that they're not as healthy something changed that doesn't mean the meat is bad for you necessarily but some might argue that but that's not the topic here it's not an ashmartem idea it's the fact that we have a very high incident of trefus in the animals we shecht. That's just a mitzvah. Sticks on free range versus non free range. I, I I assume somebody's doing them, but we have statistics on what the level was when the chuvas are written in Europe and what it is now, and it's like no similarity. Living or dead, it's like no sheiches. It's much higher. Right. So, so that's and that was free range. So, that, something else. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Could be a It could be a million things. It's not really important for now. It's just an important disease. They have to really check because the Allah mandates whatever might even be a meat of but now it's uh, a lot more mutzi. The Pusik, when it says a trefa, it's referring to that, but it's also referring to the more common, the olden days, the more common trefa issue was you're talking about an animal shenitraf. You'd have a sheep, have a lamb, and it's attacked by a bear or a lion or something like that. You know, picture Dovid Mello fending off the uh, lions and the bears. Uh, it was supposed to be lunch, and they took a swipe at it. And often the swipe was hard. They, like, ripped apart part of the animal, and the animal would still live, but it's a trefa. And you can't eat it because it's obviously a trefa. Without doing a shechita where an animal looks healthy, you have to check the internal organs. I'm mentioning all that because the Targum Yenison is about to quote in Gimel, again, the first column, page 6, Tagamunculus and Tagamensim in Azil, Tirgamus a Pasuk anal kach. Ubasar, this is how they touch the Pasuk, Basar said the Trefa. Before we get to the Kel of Tashikhan, Basar said the Trefa, and they touch Basar Talish men chivachaya le Sichlan, which means Basar that was ripped off, that was detached from an animal that was alive. You're going to see in a moment why that is so significant. Now, the Pusik is referring to, when you talk about Trefa, all the other examples also, but they're assuming the Pashup Shop is it happened often in the wild. What's pushing them to say this? It's like almost ignoring that they're, they're trying to touch the Pusik and they're saying it's Basam Rachai, which is a different issue. Basam Rachai is like Eva Rachai, it's an Isidoraisa. You can't eat a living limb that, if the animal's now dead, that came off the animal and was living, and any flesh or any part thereof. 
Tzarchlam Yisraeli, Kamayu Shalmi, Shamakar, Lissa Trefim, Apostate, the Chol Nevela. So he's in the middle of a long shtickle here. The Yishalmi says, Nevela really includes Nevela when you shecht an animal and something went wrong with the shechita. Either you shot the animal, something went very wrong, or you shechted it and the knife had a pagam, whatever, there are many things that go wrong with the shechita. That's a Nevela in this novel of the That's, you can't eat it, that's one, this is the right side. Then there's Trefa where the shechita went just fine and you kept all the dinim and then you check an internal organ and you find out that it's a Trefa. So the Yishalmi learns that Everything is learned after the Pasik Kol Novela, and this Pasik by the Pasik of the Trefa is talking about where a piece of flesh was ripped off the animal, which means you're dealing with a Difeniser, it's Avonachai, Basamachai. So he brings down the Panam Yafas, next paragraph, and Panam Yafas, Al Teresh, because the Taimim Hu, what's driving this chat in the Tagim Yanis and the Tagim English, the Taimim Hu Mishum. This is phenomenal. For our sugi, you're wondering why I picked two paragraphs in the middle of this long shtickle. It's unbelievable that this is trying to address the shayla we raised, which the Kasai Seif will address also. Why does it say in the Pasuk by Trefa, give it to the dogs, and by the Nevela, sell it to the guy, or give it to your local Gerateshev who needs your support for free? That's not Lesichanim. Lesichanim is not a Gerateshev. What's the difference? They're both what we'd call Trefa. What difference does it make? You can't eat it. It's... Also, for whatever reason. So why is the Pasuk split it up? It doesn't say support your local Gertashev or sell it to your local guy and make a Panasik. He says the secret is that this Pasuk has to say give it to the dog because you can't give it to the guy because the guy has iron mitzvahs and this is one of them. Every Menachai includes Basa Menachai. How's that for a shot? So certainly answers the guy. This cash is bothering everybody. Like why we have two Pesukim and talk about what do you do with meat that went wrong? So why don't we streamline it and just say you have three choices. A dog, you can give it to, a, you can sell it or you can give it to a local Gertesha who's hungry. One of the two didn't say you well, know, once the buster comes off, like the aver comes off, even if the animal dies afterwards, it doesn't help. No, no, no. That's correct. So you look puzzled, yeah. So uh, is, is there an issue for a goy to take? If he doesn't do it, is there an issue for him to eat? Yes, yes. Oh. The, the chef says also. It's one of the, yeah, it's funny. Adam Zayim mitzvahs, the other ones, we know, you know, Geneva, Ritzicha, Gilearais. This one, as I said over a few times, used to be very nagad because when they traveled, they had no refrigeration and nebuch, they traveled with a camel or with a mule and they used to take slice by slice to survive and the animal would believe they're going and it lasted a while the animals are made of tough but pretty cruel Torah said the animal did Torah time to corrupt it Torah says can't do that either make salami or or have some cheese which is the legend is they invented cheese by traveling a long time and they had milk and they opened the pouch and it was cheesy whether that somebody made that up for marketing I don't know but don't do it to an animal so it remains also, that's correct. Even if you didn't do it in here, but we did it. A fox jumped on them. A bear jumped on them. It's still going to be also. Yaakov, you... Uh... No, so we're going to get back to that. So, so here we had a situation where there was no Ever Menachai, no Bas Menachai. We had a piece of meat that was barbecued, but not enough. Whatever the Pshat Nagamar is, either as Marazayan, the blood comes out, that's really Mutamidaraisa, or it was only Tzlikamacham Medurasai. Whatever it was, Shmuel Hell, whatever blood comes out on your bread as you're either making your sandwich or on top of your sandwich, top of your bread, which uses a plate. 
Shmuel holds the saucer. Either Madaraisa Madaban Rav Huna held it was mutter. He just didn't like it, and he was an istanist, so he gave it to a shamus who was Jewish. And we're going to get back to soon the Rashba had the gear, so the Gemara asks, what did he give it to his animal? Why did he give it to a shamus? Why did he give it to a dog? And it was bothering, was bothering, well, will be bothering the Sam Safe. Why should you? Why is that a shayla? You want to give it to the shamus is hungry. Why not? Why not give it to him? Why Dafka give it to the dog? So we're going to get back to that. Uh, and a possible terrorist. Right now, we're just dealing with the. It's not a steerum sukkim, but it's a little bit odd. It's Hezber. Why is it by Nevela? It says, give it to a guy, you sell it to a guy. And by Trefa, it says, give it to your dog. <coughs> Especially in the context of our sugya, you can't feed regular human food to animals. So if it's human food, and you can give it to a guy, so give it to a guy. He's human, and give it to a guy, you sell it to a guy. <coughs> so why would any pasuk? have the option to give it to a dog. So there are two possibilities. One, which the Xavier Saver is going to bring up, is that the dogs have a special status. It's not an animal you can't. The dogs, yes, because of the schar from Mitzrayim, zechel and ace, and their good behavior. The other possibility is this trap from the Targum Yenison, and that is you can't give it to a guy because it's Usser and it's Basim Achai. That's the other possibility. That's why he's bringing this up. He says, it happens to be what we call a trefa. If you do a good shechita, the animal's dead, and you open it up, and the lung has an issue. That's not Eber Menachai, and that's not Basa Menachai, and the guy has no Issa trefa. So then the question would be, is it now also to give to the dog because it's food fit for human consumption, why should you give it to a dog? Unless you have the other terrace. You understand? So that's the option here in this Pusik. What type of trade for what type of scenario is the Pusik talking about? So let's go to page 7, the Ksav Sefer, and there are many truths on this, but this is widely quoted because apparently it's the first Acharon that really wrote a whole truva. We already saw the Master Shekel ask the Kasha, why is it the Minigiz? We have cows and cattle in our backyard and we're feeding them bread. They asked the kasha already. He says, well, they're relying on the second shot in Rashi that if you have nothing else, it's too expensive. See, so if you eat them bread, then that's cheaper. And that's a possibility. That's not a whole truth. That's one line. He's trying to be out of the minute. Saif Sefer was asked, very interesting. He had a brother, Yuzpa, Rav Yuzpa Sefer. And his brother asks him the Shiloh. Sent him the Shiloh. He says, something's bothering me about the minute. And I'd like to know. And he writes him a very long uh, tshuva examining it, and we're going to see part of it now. On page 7, the first column in the bottom, in the bracket, Halayim, Misa Magad Avram. So he starts with Magad Avram, which we saw, quoting Rafun's Din, Ka'asher Isa Kain Temesa Bitmiya Kayemis. He says, you don't understand that a tak is a pella, Loma Eina Elam Nisarim Bazeh. It's a fairish Magad Avram. It's a Gemara without a Chalik, unless Shmuel is the Chalik, which is a possibility. And the Mangal brings it down. And it's very common. They feed their dogs, their cows, and their chickens and roosters, and they're getting fed human food. And Rav Yusuf says, and that's going on in my backyard. Picture, every backyard has animals in the backyard. So... Everybody, he's looking around. I'm doing it, they're doing it, everybody's doing it. What's going on over here? It's a fair shaman. 
Nobody is bringing it up. He doesn't find anything in the earlier Achreinim. Elu Devarecha. Hey, Tafta Liros. So, Ksav Sefer tells his brother, he says, you have been examining the issue correctly and you're correct. The many Galimis were doing it. And you're nervous about it because you have a lot of Yerushamayim. Ashrecha. Nice way to start the tshuva for a brother. Ashrecha, that asking a shayla is not being too from it's a display of Yerushamayim and if you don't have a good answer to a shayla you gotta find one or else you gotta stop doing it uh, the good news is when you have a minigalim that everybody's doing in Klai Israel and these are good people we hope there's gonna be an answer and we already alluded to some of them but still requires the issue to be examined I am going to try to put your mind at rest and come up with some possibilities to be miyash of the minig, which is always a good thing to do when it's not minig Isis Gehenim. It's a minig that's being done by uh, all the from people in Klai Yisrael, then you have to uh, at least try to be miyash of it. If you can't, you can't, but you got to try. Our first Gemara, Kasav Rashi. Misham Bizei now you're ready. When you come to a tshuva and you prepare for three weeks with the sugya, you're able to understand what's going on. So he's going to start with the Gemara and then try to make Yudim Rashi. So Rashi says, first pshat in Rashi is Bize Eichlin, Yabayat Bateva, top line. Shesh Biakosh Baruch Abaylum. Nearly Dafil Dover, also Bachil Yisrael, Ve'efshalachil and Achriel, Imkalais. Lachiris should follow that if you can't eat it because it's a trefa, but a guy can eat it because it's not Avram and Achai, Basam and Achai. Then you should feed it to a guy or sell it to a guy. Which they are, merci. Even though the famous Drasha, Temkarin Adam with the Bailis trial. Okay, but uh, that was anti Semitism. That's not what the Drasha meant. And they're called Adam. And Machil Adam means you should give it to humans, not to, not to animals. With the bracha of Hashem, you're not appreciating it enough. And by the way, we had the dig. Remember Rashi says that after they took all the vegetables and they threw it in the river, they were assuming that downstream there are going to be people who are going to pick it up. Not all the time, but enough of them that it wasn't a total waste. And remember we said at the time, it sounds like from Rashi, those weren't necessarily Yidin. All the hole down the river, everybody's Jewish. No, but as long as it's going to human beings, then at least you avoid this issue of the Bizayan. Next paragraph, on page 8, the second paragraph. Here. So now we have the rest of the Gemara's in Shas, the famous Gemara in Shabbos. So you're taking Nevela and you're giving it to dogs. Why are you giving it to dogs? Give it to a Gerteshev or a Nachri or sell it. Alma called us the Yisrael Mutalitzkam. It sounds like if it's also for us, we can give it to a dog. Yesh Leimar, so here he says his famous Pshat, that not a Kasha if it's dogs. It's a Kasha if it's anybody else. Chickens, cows. But dogs have a special place. I don't want to, I'm going to be misquoted on that line. I want to say a special place in our heart. But dogs have a special place in uh, the story of Yisrael Yisrael and the good things they didn't do, which was the natural inclination to bark and scare people who were going to be scared by the barking. So, Derek um, we never really explained what's going on with Chumash over there. How did the dogs know not to bark? Dogs bark when the Malachim is in town. 
and the Malach Mavis was in town in a very big way by Marcus Bacharis, even though I'm sure you all remember from last Pesach, sitting at your Seder, asking the famous Kasha, it says, Hashem did it personally, I did it, love Shliach, so why is the Malach Mavis in town? There's a lot of tell around that, but the Malach Mavis was in town. Some say for the, the actual Bacharim by Hashem, and the other ones were by the Malach Mavis, the, the different Pshatim. So the dog's natural inclination is to bark because they get nervous from the Malach Mavis. You say, how do they know the Malach Mavis? They blow a whistle at a certain frequency. Dogs hear it, we don't. It's not a, you don't have to be, we're not talking about high madragas. It's just different frequency. Whatever, the, there's some Indian over there, and they bark, and they bark like there's no tomorrow. And that's very scary in the middle of the night when the whole world is screaming and yelling and it feels like there's no tomorrow. So, they didn't want to scare Klai Yisrael. Klai Yisrael was in the middle of a Seder, eating Korban Pesach, and they made it tranquil. So, for a different time, why, why did they do that? Had they know to do it? And had they go against their natural teva? Dogs don't have bechira. According to Moshe Shemaz Ramban, talks about in Pashtunayach, but the Mabal, that maybe they have some level of bechira. Well, sounds like that from here. Just, just raising it so you start preparing for the um, Sukkot, Tesvav, Tesvav, the Pesach. You know, it always comes in handy. We'll uh, look around for uh, Mahalchim, but it was, so why are we giving them schar? That's yeah, what I'm, that's that's what I'm asking. That, that's, that's what I'm asking. So, that, so that's between now and Pesach. I think of something to say over at the Seder, but it's, it's the, the answer, the kernel answer is and the way schar works is you get schar for everything you do. Hashem is so abundant in schar that Hashem is a lot more patient when it comes to Einshim that we should do tshuva first. When it comes to schar, erakar, kashbach, mekapeh, kolberi. Kolberi means every creature. So it's part of the teva that even if you don't have much of a choice, and Pashas is, is a manais, and then they make a conscious decision, and why are we giving them schar, the and bovi, a whole sugi here with throwing meat to them, and they're mamish, being marbets tayra, these dogs. And why are they getting the schar? The answer is erakar, kashbach, mekapeh, schar. It has to be built into the Torah. We have to understand that everything you do gets higher, even though you don't deserve too much credit. But it still needs Hezbo, because here they don't deserve any credit. So that's why I mentioned the Ramban with maybe some level of Bechira, but... Is it more of a word of, of, of uh, Hakar Satov that the, the Nosev has to recognize that this is the nace that was done for him? Yes, so it was a nace, and that's, that's, that's what you're bringing so up. It's it, irrelevant whether the dogs are deserving of it. But it's not only, if the Vart is, it's another Zahir, they see Sitzrayim, I, I would hear that. You know, it's another way to remember, remember the Makkah, this is another one of the many things that happened that night. So whenever you throw the meat to the dog, you remember that, oh yeah, his great-great-grandfather, somebody related, didn't do it, but that's part of the night, but they really, they were just pawns. It doesn't sound like that, though. It, the way they always bring it down, it's that we're giving them schar, even though they're not related probably to the dogs in Mitzrayim, we're giving them schar to... Dog kind? Is this mankind? Is that dog kind? Whatever the expression is. Giving schar to the species. So then you're back to square. It's not just to help us remember the nice. It's this. So it's interesting, Shaila, but it's not the Kabbalah Seder now. So we'll go back. His suggestion is that if you have a Gemara, it says, Machatchen and Avail of Nerklovim, it's not a Kasha because it's dogs. The Torah tzivs to lekel of Tashachun Asai. Rashi, Sochim Chabez and Aleph. And he brings his Lashem. So we have to know it, which is sort of what we just said, the hybrid of everything, is that it's a lesson for us that everybody gets schar. But the Maisa, they're getting schar. 
So we usually think is Anakosh Bacham Mekapekoschar is a good example. Egmel Chaboshan comes the Ava Apollet and he comes to let Abmavino know that Light was just captured. You're his uncle, you better do something. Sounds very nice. Comes from the battle, takes out his time, dangerous walking around then. There were big wars going on. And he came out of his way to tell Abmavino. Of course, you look at Rashi and we know that. He came because he wanted Abba to join the war because he was outnumbered and outgunned severely and Oig was not such a maimin and he wanted Abba to get killed so he can take Sarah. That's pretty dastardly, nefarious and any other synonym you can think of. That's really bad. And yet we know that Mashra Abba was nervous when he had to meet him a long time later because of this chus. He's a Russia's whole life everything else and the chus that he came and ended up because of him, light was saved. That's a good example of He got long life and he got power and dominion, only to fall later on in the hands of Meshach ben Hashem. But at least he did something. He did it for bad reasons, but he did something that had tachlis and lamaisa. Maybe they went to one save light. So then you could Then you could apply Over there, if the dogs had no choice whatsoever and the whole thing was an ace, Hashem just kaviachol turned down the volume. So they couldn't bark. So then why, why should that be? So you're still back to that uh, issue. Maisa, they deserve it. Tyra says, Rashi's lush in his crawl, le It's a mitzvah to give it to them. It's It's sham. It's schar, or the schar to dogs in general. So that's not a bezayin, because it's human food, and you could have given it to a guy, but there's a tachlis over here. So now, the Ksav is bevarning, but it only says it by treifa. And we're talking about nevela, machatchen nevela of neklavim. So he says, lavdafka treifa, yeshlam, who adin nami nevela, vacholasalon, or anything we need to dispose of. You should give it to the dog ahead of any other animal, and you can even give it to them ahead of the local ger taishav, which is a chiddush, but the ger taishav is also a mitzvah lachayesai. So why don't you have to look for him? He's human. Maybe they're harder to come by because there weren't too many. Hagam shuruin lanachari lekemishon kavazayechlen shemachilam asheroy laadam dahakelev teirehik dimay kamashakasav rashi. But the Pasuk Lamais only says it by Trefa, not by Nevela. Nevela Shari Yisurim Loi, and it says Faket. It says, give it to the Gertaisha or sell it to the guy. Vadailo Schara Shemachlin said Trefa. Now, plenty to eat because of all the Trefas, which is pretty common. Everybody's giving them the Trefas. So, why does the Gemara say it by Nevela? Since he gets Schar of eating meat, he doesn't know. Dog doesn't know it's a Trefa Nevela. He just likes the meat. She says, Who had dinner vela? And anything else? Somebody brought you from the office some bacon. You can't eat that either. It's not vela or trefa. It's behemoth tamea. It sounds like he would hold, you should give it to the dog. I'm not worried about Tintam and Nefesh by a dog, by the way. Because they don't give it to the dog, he's going to get a bad teva. He has a pretty bad teva already. Uh, how much worse is going to get? So I would, I would assume if he gets a present in the mail like that, you can, the Ksav Sefer would say, there's an Indian to give that to the dog as well. I can't prove that, but I think so. Hashta, asi shaper. Listen to this beautiful diak. Fits very well into Lashon the Gemara. Demachatchen nevei lovnei chlovim dafka of lovnei shari behemis. Only a dog. Yesh lamash mekzas bedam, or machatchen nevei lovnei chlovim. That's the first part of the Gemara. Ves ha deluim lovnei behema. We're talking about what you could do on Shabbos. Haltircha to feed the animal. It says you can cut 
the novella for the dog, they need it bite size, or at least not the whole animal in one shot. And then when you have your gourds and your cucumbers and the other things you go in there, that you can cut for the behemoth. Very good. Bidiyuk amal lefnei So the first part is after the cloven, that's the schar, and the cucumbers go to the other animals. So the Ksav Sefer is machadesh, that there's an Indian. Interesting, he holds, it's a choice between a ger and giving it to a guy and giving him his meat and even making a profit. The dog at least is on par, if not even better. And therefore, that Gemara wouldn't be a kosher when it comes to a dog. And Mamela Yaakov, which you asked with Rav Huna, so we're going to have to deal with the gifts. So the Gemara at least asks, why give it to your shamans, give it to a dog? Why give it to a dog? It's a Jewish shamans. So like this stuff, it's beautiful. Because not only is there a head to give to a dog, he put the dog on the pedestal with the guy in the Gertayshev. According to this, I don't know if he had a dog, so it wouldn't be schwer, but if the Rashba's Gisa is that they ask, why don't you give it to a dog, the question can be explained, if the dog's on par with humans, even your shamus who's from, which is a chiddush, a gabi chiddush, could be he didn't have the Gisa, and he's not going with that Gisa, in which case it wouldn't be a riot. Yes? Would it be any worse to just throw it in the garbage without giving it? Yes, yeah, so you, uh, you're, you have to listen to the 34 before, but yeah, the whole thing is about not throwing things in the garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Baltashkis is a real, no, no, although you're American or from some other Western descent. And uh, <laughs> Mamela, we understand why you're asking, like, why don't we just throw it out like we always do, but that's what the Sukh is about. We're trying to avoid that and is, figure out when it's is, avoidable. Is there any uh, added bonus that uh, the dogs were guard dogs, so they get, you want to... Yeah, these dogs were here per our share two nights ago. They didn't have dogs as pets. They had these dogs because... Right. They were useful, and you have to feed them anyway. But I'm saying they have to feed all. We talked about them. No, but if it's yours, but sometimes get that too. If it's your, if it's your animal, you have an achray, a direct achray. I'm saying beyond that, because they were specifically. So beyond that, he's touching the pasuk that if you don't own one and you have a meat, it would be kadai within reason. If you if throwing in the garbage takes one second, and looking for a dog takes a few hours. Matter of fact, I'm glad you raised that because I wanted to make another point. The minute today. This is a Pasuk, and Rashi says, calls it a mitzvah, quote-unquote. It's not the Taiyak mitzvahs, but it seems to be an Indian over here. And it puts it even on par, maybe ahead of human beings. And not the human being is starving, but I'm talking about a piece of meat, not bread. The minute today, if you notice, when we have leftover meat, besides the Batashas that we're throwing a lot of food out, if something went wrong and you bought a piece of meat and then all of a sudden you got a call, there's a recall on it, we found the trefo, whatever, and you can't use it, the problem with the hechsher. I don't know anybody who looks for local neighborhood dogs. There aren't too many in the neighborhood, Baruch Hashem, but you can find them if you want. And we don't seem to be doing it. Why not? Because I say if it sounds like we should. So I had one experience. I don't have too many experiences with dogs, Baruch Hashem. But... I was on my deck here in Muncie, New York once, and I don't make too many barbecues. Matter of fact, I don't make any, but there happened to be meat on the grill because I have Baruch Hashem kids who know how to barbecue. And I remember this like it was yesterday. It's about eight years ago. And I walked in the house, and my children know that I have about six minutes to eat. So I think it was uh, Mordechai uh, said, uh, if you want, there's some hamburgers or something uh, on the grill. So I went to the kitchen and walked out there. So I know how to at least use a pitchfork or whatever I'm using. It's not a pitchfork <laughs> to get it off. That uh, handy I am. So I lift up the lid and I'm about to take it off. And all of a sudden, you know, peripheral vision is very valuable. Um, 
all of a sudden, there's a nine-foot-six German shepherd, maybe a slight guzma, with his mouth open drooling, standing next to me. This is the closest run I ever had with a dog, and he wasn't attacking me, he just wanted my hamburger. No big tightness. So um, I guess I was making this plastic once, but it wasn't a trefer with my hamburger, actually. I ended up having pizza for supper or something like that uh, because I sort of lost my appetite and sort of like quickly went inside and didn't discuss it with him too much. <laughs> it was like bizarre. And then I, I just handed it to him. He looked like I never saw teeth that sharp. Let's put it that way. I really got a good look. He needed some dental work on the upper left-hand side, but uh, it didn't look like he wanted to discuss whose hamburger this was, and cheskas mariakama, and who has a chazaka, and who's muksuk, and is this geneva. He didn't want to discuss the whole sugya. Um, and I handed it to him. So you would think that would be the end of the story, right? I was very, very interested in going inside quickly uh, after that, and it looked, that was not the only hamburger on the grill, and it looked like he wanted more, whatever that is in dog language, but he got it across very clearly. And it was really getting, it was pretty nerve-wracking because it looked like if he didn't get his way, one of those real small brat-type of dogs, you know, he would uh, show his teeth again. And then Baruch Hashem, like 20 seconds later, I hear an owner in the background screaming, Sam, can you get away from there? Or whatever he called him, I think, Sam. And there was an equally large owner Came. It wasn't one of the guys in the shul. Don't get any. Uh, I don't know what the guy was doing here. The whole scene was bizarre, and uh, and he went and he got his dog and he looked at me and I probably looked a little perturbed and he said, "Sorry about that. He's very nice. I knew that was coming. Of course, he's very nice. You keep feeding him hamburgers. He's very nice. Uh, I would also be very nice if I had a supper. But the sense of smell, how he made a ninety-yard. The owner was with him. He's taking him for a walk." I have a very long driveway. If you remember, I have three of them. Like, you, you need to smell it from Mark Drive. And in two seconds, the owner sort of like sheepishly apologized. says, don't worry about it. He's very gentle. And I don't know what happened. I turned around, he was gone. So why am I telling you that story? Besides the fact I'm happy I'm alive to tell the story, uh, is because I don't know what to do with the Pusik because if we actually gave out a steak that went bad, because you have to give it away, because it's trafe, and we just found the hash was no good, whatever, and you gave it to a dog, you'd have a lot of dogs coming to your house. Isn't there a Gimor? Uh, yeah. That says, when you give it, you also give it a stick? Yes, yes, but I certainly wasn't going to do that. Right, but... but so, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm raising the kasha, yes. They're, they're trying to deal with that, but I don't know if they were dealing... This German shepherd was large. Maybe not nine foot six, um, because I wasn't looking up. <laughs> And I'm not sure it, but uh, it was a large dog, and he was, and he really wasn't attacking. He just like, where's my Meiser and Truma and, and Matnus Kahunos? Like he was asking, like, you know, why'd you leave me out? Like I had half a minute starting without him. Like he just, uh, so I don't know if we'd give out meat and you don't hit him or you hit him and they don't remember the hitting. I I don't know what to do with this din. We're not being a kaiman. I'm asking Akasha. We, nobody here has ever given it. Maybe you've never had meat that they pulled the hechsher on. But we have leftover meat, like you're saying, instead of throwing it out. Now, you know, you avoid baltashkis, so better put it back in the fridge and, and the kids should eat it. Or you're... If you have a guard dog that's around... Yeah, so if it's yours anyway, right. So they have no problem with it. He's around anyway. His family, you talk, I have him under control. He's on your side. That's great. But I'm saying nowadays, practically, I'm just trying to miyashiv, if we shouldn't be throwing it out as baltashkis, but let's assume it's not a race. So the Ksav Sefer is champing, the, the Pazik says, find the dog. 
There are dogs around. I, I don't know if that's a good idea. Maybe drive to the house where you know the dog owner is and drop it off in a very solid container and then call afterwards and say it's theirs. He doesn't know your address. I, just, I don't know. You're not you to go look for it. I'm not saying that. And you're not to put yourself in... Yeah, that's all we need. That's all we need, yeah, for the dogs, yeah. Well, that's what he's struggling with. Why is the other pasuk say, give it to the cleaning lady? That's what the other pasuk says about Avela. That's exactly what we're struggling with. Assuming it's okay to give uh, uh, bread to, to ducks, assuming there's no Easter sign. Well, there, it's the same idea. It's the same problem, yeah. No, bread to ducks, by the way, forget the, uh, in this pond over here, it says, do not feed the ducks. So we should put a sign, I ain't night seder shear, you can't feed the ducks bread anyway, because it's Michael Odom, you can't give it to ducks. So we should really, then people will listen, by the way. So uh, right now, you walk by, they're always, illegal passing of bread to ducks. So I think we now know more and we should put a stop to it because it's if we pass like a it's also. So, um, okay, with that in mind, be careful, watch out for the dogs. And, uh, uh, I gnash the minute that we don't have too many dogs around, you probably don't have to look for it and if they know where you live, they're going to come back and... Uh, that's a problem. Give me another couple of weeks where, where the Xav Saver is going to give some other table. We only have three days.